0: Professional, your weekly depot podcast. My name is Jeff Goki, and I am so happy that you have tuned in today. Welcome to episode 184 and welcome back to my front porch here in phoenix arizona hope you are doing great whether it's the morning the afternoon or night whatever time you're listening to this i hope you're doing really good and i hope today that you got to slow down a little bit take a breath and realize that you're alive and that's a big deal how exciting that is all that god is doing um I also want to, if uh, this is your first time listening, I just want to say welcome. So glad you're listening and also remind uh, you all that we have launched. I have launched the Front Porch Devotional. I launched that a couple weeks ago. Um, And you can go to lululu.com and in the search engine, just type in Front Porch Devotional and and you can get your own copy of the Front Porch Devotional. It's... uh, 10 bucks, and I think they charge shipping, but 10 bucks. It'll come to your door and it coordinates with episodes uh, 1 through 30. So it's a 30 day devotional and uh, just allows you an opportunity to kind of, again, slow down work through the podcast, work through the devotional. And then the cool thing I love is you can kind of journal out. So what is it that you're learning? Like as you're going through each one of these uh, episodes or each one of these journal entries or one of these uh, devotionals, what is God teaching to uh, to you? And so one of the helpful things for me was being able to take scripture Kind of chew on it a little bit, and then journal through it. What am I learning? What is God trying to teach me? So uh, the devotional will be able to hopefully help open that up for you. Maybe some of you have never journaled. This is kind of like a beginner's, uh, a beginner's tour of journaling. Like just check it out, see if it works, see if you like it, see how it goes. And uh, the goal would be to continue to launch more and more of these devotionals so people can kind of dig deeper into God's word. So uh, thank you for those of you who continue to listen and continue to support the podcast uh, through Patreon. Really, really appreciate it. Thank you, thank you so much. This passage has been so important to me. This whole psalm has been so important to me. But this passage recently uh, has been so, so important to me. And it's Psalms 42, verse 3. It says this, my tears have become my food day and night while they say to me all the day long, where is your God? Uh, many of you know, if you've been listening for any period of time, that my heart for India and the people of India, the nation of India is heavy. i, I, I It's like my home away from home, my family um, across the sea, like love the country of India, love Harvest India, the ministry that I've been serving on and serving with for over 11 years, almost 12 years now. Um, And if you've been catching up with the news and watching the news over the last couple weeks, it's really, really heavy. It's really, really hard. In fact, in Tanali, India, where Harvest India is based, where Suresh is, um, 800 people an hour are dying. Like, So this isn't just... Like people are passing away in the way that maybe some of the news is like it's bad, but it's not that. But like it's horrific. It's the worst thing Suresh says he's ever seen or experienced in his lifetime as it relates to his country. And he is just broken. And so just being a part of this with him and he's not just a friend. He's like a, a mentor, a, a family member. And uh, so we. a couple of weeks ago we were doing, on this prayer call. And, um, you know, they asked me to, you know, kind of lead a portion of it. And so I start leading it and I start weeping and not just weeping, but like, like can't control myself. Like I can barely breathe kind of crying. I was so broken, overwhelmed, Suresh is crying, Mercy and David, his kids are on the call. They're crying everyone. And I'm like weeping and weeping. And what is going on? Why am I? Why am I so broken? What is going on? And and this passage was so liberating for me, right? My tears have become my food day and night while my enemies say to me, where is your God? Where they say to me all the day long, where is your God? What is going on? It's so painful and it's so hard and so slowing down and starting to work through this. What is going on inside of me? And I would say my... My time in India has taught me so much. And one of the main things it's taught me is to cry. You know, the first time I, I went to India almost 12 years ago, I, I hadn't cried. And this is a real thing. I hadn't cried in five years. Um, and then I met this leper woman who told me about Jesus and who Jesus was to her and she said everything is okay no fingers no toes cataracts in both eyes and i i fell apart you know the the depravity and the and and the need and the desire was so it's like so humid and overwhelming it's just like it's 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 all consuming at times and it and it causes you and it caused me to ask a lot of questions about who I was and and who God is. You know, you struggle through it. You're like, how and what is going on? And if God is good and he's loving and he's kind, like, what do I do with all of this hurt and this pain? And that's why I love this passage. I love that this passage is in the Bible. You know, I I just keep thinking like, why wouldn't you omit a, a passage like this? It's way too honest. It's way too transparent, but like here is a man who desperately wants God and desperately wants to worship him, but everything has changed, right? This is a passage in Psalms 42. It starts off, as a deer pants for the water, so my soul longs for God. My soul longs for the living God, right? This is the verse 1 of Psalms 42, but everything has changed in his life. He's in tension because he loves God and he trusts God, but it feels like God's abandoned him. Have you ever felt that way? Have you ever felt like that? And this is such a beautiful psalm because it's so human. It's so human. And have you ever struggled? Have you ever struggled like this psalmist is struggling, right? You can't deny Jesus uh, and you can't deny that you love him and you love him so much, but everything seems to be going wrong. And people keep coming to you and they ask you, so how are you doing? And, 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 um, and what's going on? And, and when will this get better? And you're like, I don't know. And, and life isn't good and, and I'm struggling. And they're like, well, where is God? Like, where's God in the midst of this? And like him, like this psalmist, you cry, you struggle. With why it seems like bad people are getting away with things. And here you are really trying to faithfully follow after Jesus. And yet it seems, he seems to not be responding, right? And and the wait, right? This is like... This is what the psalm, the psalmist, the son of Korah, is going through. Like, feel it with him. Like, feel that tension. Where are you, God? Like, what is going on? My tears have become my food day and night, right? Like, feel that with him. It's so weighty, and it's so heavy. You know, and if I think about it, I've, I've often kept God at a distance in these moments. Right, I become more of like a practical agnostic. And this is what that means. I what I do is I, I kinda keep him at arm's length, but I don't deny him. Right. It's not like I'm saying God doesn't exist, but I'm like, I just kind of keep him at an arm's distance. Right. In the last few years, I've I've had to confront this reality in my life. Right? I keep him, I keep God near when things are really great but I push him away when they're hard. And I started realizing like how wrong this is, how wrong that it is that I do this, that I live this way. I don't want to live this way anymore. I started thinking like, who would want a friend like that? Like who would want a friend that's like, I only want to hang out with you when things are good. And when things are hard, I push you away. Right. And for me, I was like, and here I call God my heavenly father. Like, and yet I treat him so unkindly and and so my question is like do you do the same thing like when things are hard you just kind of push them away but when things are good like all is good hey me and god are good right and if you read this whole psalm and and i would encourage you to do that in fact um this is a psalm that I've committed to memory because it's so important to me. I, I took some time a couple months ago and I just said, I think I'm going to memorize this whole psalm. And I love it. It's got a beautiful ebb and flow, right? Ebb and flow. It 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 is allowing us to really be human and really struggle, right? And what you find is you, you ground yourself in the truth that, that God will never leave you and he will never forsake you even in the midst of injustice, right? Jesus endured the cross and knows what it feels like to be rejected. He knows what it feels like to be come up against. And, and ultimately, he knows what it feels like to be murdered, right? None of us knows what it feels like to be murdered, but Jesus does. And when we go through our valleys in difficult times, these moments where, when we are crying and lamenting, these moments where it feels like the world around us is questioning our faith, here's, my, here's what I'd say. Look to Jesus. Look to Jesus. He knows what it feels like. See him on the cross. Listen to the people mocking him. Listen to the people asking him, Where's your father now? Like, hey, uh, he's not rescuing you. Ah, you thought you were a big deal, right? You just got caught. Who are you? Look at this guy up here on the cross. Can't even take care of himself. He wants to save us, but he can't even save himself. They mocked him. That same Jesus is comforting you in your pain. Imagine this with me. His hand is on your back, and he is saying, I know what it feels like. I know how hard this pain is. I know what it feels to be rejected. I know this pain, and I'm just, I'm so sorry that you have to go through this. I'm so sorry that it's so heavy, and this burden is so heavy. You know, in India, like, it's not just that people are dying, that's tragic. But people are coming to Suresh and to leaders in the ministry and said, wait, 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 wait. wait! So wait, your God, your God is allowing this? Where is your God? How is he good? How is he saving people? How is he healing people? And Suresh is just having to wear the full weight of that. right? Some of you know what that feels like. And this is what the psalmist is dealing with is like, my tears have become my food all day and night. And all these people around me are going, Where's your God? When's He going to show up? When's He going to save the day? He must not be real. And yet, the psalmist, the son of Korah, is going, Wait, there's something deeper here. There's something more going on. But I need to be human in my grief. I need to feel human in my struggle. Right? And I often wonder. If genie if Jesus was a genie in a bottle to make all my problems go away if i would truly love him right like if he if i would truly love him like if he if he was just this genie in a bottle that every time i prayed for something he just made it disappear and i don't think i would i don't think i would truly love him i think i would love what he does for me and i think i would take advantage of him right i would use him to get what i want But I don't think I would truly want Him For many of you This will bring a real conflict In your souls But here's Here's what it's done for me It's helped me find comfort I find comfort in it My relationship with the Lord Is genuine And real And no one can take that from me This tension, this struggle right, Is real But I know who he is. And even when the people are questioning me, when things are so hard and things are so difficult, I know that he is my God. And he continues on in Psalms to say, Why so downcast, O my soul? Put your hope in God. My soul will once again praise him, my God and my salvation. He reminds himself that even when it's hard, even when there's struggle to hope, in God and so I hope you can do that today because when our hope is found in God we will be whole in God and so I wonder what your soul is struggling with today and are you keeping him at a distance or are you receiving his comfort in all that you're going through Father God we need you continue to comfort us when we're hurting in our tears and our brokenness when everyone's mocking us shaming us for believing in, in you oh heavenly father continue to reveal who you are to us and that you sympathize with our humanity and you are our high priest our great high priest Jesus so take a breath reflect and believe that the God of the universe is near to We'll be